21 Handshake Marketing Podcast. I'm Sarah, account manager here at 21 Handshake, and I also have... Ashley, another project manager at 21 Handshake. And my name is Alex. I'm in charge of visual content creation. Today is episode six, and we are talking about something pretty near and dear, I think, to most of our hearts here. Social media, especially Instagram, and how to use Instagram for businesses, specifically how to use it for a B2B. But before we dig into the tips on how you can use Instagram, I think we should break it down and back up a little bit into the basics of what Instagram is, who uses it, why a business should have a present on it in 2018, and quickly just how to set up your business to use Instagram. So be sure to check out our podcast notes because we're going to move through this pretty quickly. So we'll be sure to post more detailed notes and links on each of these topics um, in the show notes. So let's jump in. So Alex, what is Instagram and who even uses Instagram? Uh, I think the the very short answer is that Instagram is a photo sharing platform. but more than that, it's also, it's highly connected. It is very uh, interactive, um, similar to the way that Twitter has a platform that, that, that is inherently very interactive between the users and the followers. You get the same thing with Instagram. So posting mainly photos, so that differentiates it from Twitter, which, you know, I. I think photos on Twitter is, you know, not always as heavy usage of that. Is it mostly males, females using it, or? It's, I would say it's more of like, who isn't using Instagram? Um, We've seen over the last several years that Instagram's usage has been exploding in the time that other platforms like Twitter have, I don't know if you'd necessarily say declining, but certainly have not been continuing to gain relevance like Instagram has. Um, we do have some numbers here. For example, four out of 10 US mobile female users are on Instagram. That, I mean, 40%. Wow, and age groups? Like, is this mainly, you know, younger people, um, you know, maybe under 20, or is it mainly like people in their 20s, or, you know, are older people using it as well? Is it like appeal to all demographics? Yeah, so again, similar to other platforms, it started in that smaller niche of you're kind of like your millennials. Your, say now, I don't know, maybe 15 to 25 year olds are probably the, the target demographic. But as it has continued to grow, a lot of the more, um, it has grown strongly in other demographics as well. And it's owned by Facebook. Yep. So is there a lot of crossover there between the two, Facebook and Instagram? Or do you think it's pretty much like people who are on Facebook are on Facebook, people who are on Instagram are on Instagram? I think they, they give you some like cross-platform capabilities, but I think for most intents and purposes, it, they are used in different ways. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes sense because you mentioned it, you post photos there and that's why basically I think I prefer Instagram over Facebook because I just like, you know, I like to see photos mm-hmm. and not just, you know, silly things that people are posting a lot right. of the time. And I think 
I think Facebook for a lot of people's personal experiences has gotten very oversaturated with kind of like the, the joke videos that you just mentioned. Exactly. And a lot of kind of like viral content, stuff like that. I think there's a lot less of that on Instagram. I think Instagram's a little bit more curated, a little bit more higher quality content. Okay. I totally um, agree. So, so businesses and their usage of that, is there a good opportunity for businesses on there um, to use it? I believe Instagram even came out with a number that businesses registered on Instagram are about 15 million. So, yeah. yeah so, I guess I see um, from both sides, I'll touch on both. So, the B2C, like, heavily on Instagram. I think they've realized that there's a big opportunity there to like talk directly to their customers. Like e-commerce type of things. Yes. And so we're seeing lots of e-commerce like product ads um, on Instagram. I think Instagram's a really good platform for businesses to like engage and interact. I mean, most social networks are, but Instagram specifically, um, you know, there's popular story feature now um, where they can really get behind the scenes or, um, you know, polls right. to get really uh, get a measure of what their audience is thinking and what they want. Um, and we've seen a lot of big brands do that. In terms of B2B, um, I it's very rare. <laughs> um, we I love this blog from Path Factory, and they say, you know, B2B brands have the largest audience on LinkedIn, 36 times more than the median number of followers they have on Instagram. But B2B brands get 20 times more engagement on Instagram. Wow. So th I think there is like a big opportunity for B2B brands to be active on Instagram. I think um, from the outside, it may not look valuable. Right. Um, but I do think that there is room for B2B um, on Instagram. And I wanted to touch on the second part of that um, quote. I think from our the last- The engagement part. Yeah. yeah so I last, think a lot of people don't understand why that's so key. Yeah, so last week we talked about content. You, you'll hear it again, we've said it 100 times, content is king. And if content is king, then engagement is queen. Engagement mm. is so, so, so powerful on social media. In fact, it's how a lot of people measure the value of, right. of social media um, in terms of business. And so what we find is that Instagram is getting tons of engagement. And so, um, yeah, I think it's just, like I mentioned, it's a great way to right. interact with your customers. So um, as long as you do it the right way, I think something else that they say too is like, um, if you're gonna be on Instagram, you can't just be passive. Mm. If you want it to be successful, there has to be strategy, there has to be time spent on it. And so, Right. There's so an opportunity speak, yeah. there. Speaking of time, does it take a long time for a business to set up a profile? I mean, like any profile, it asks for a few things. Okay. You gotta like check the security box or whatever. Right. Um, setting it up uh, is easy. I think it's really the strategy behind it that um, there needs to be like intent there. There needs to be a plan. You know, um, what kind of content you want to share. Um, what you you need to define what you want to get out right. of it. Right. You you can't be you. And this goes for any platform, really. You can't be on Instagram just to be on Instagram and other people because other companies are doing it. Right. right. People will be able to see through that. It'll mm. like if if you're not genuine and authentic about it, people will sniff that out, mm -hmm. um, and people will understand that you are using it as strictly as a sales tool, not necessarily right. as a platform to engage and to learn mm -hmm. and to connect with your community. So we see. Okay. So basically. We've said, yeah, why aren't you on Instagram if you are? But you need to have a strategy. Yep. Super easy point of entry to get mm -hmm. on Instagram. You set up a business profile, kind of 
kind of connect the dots, you get some more visibility there. But then I think it comes down to, and this is where most people kind of pull back because they don't know what to post. Like, mm-hmm. if yeah. you know, like, oh, if you're a B2C, okay, you post, you know, different photos of maybe someone wearing your clothing or people mm-hmm. using your, drinking your smoothie or eating your food or, yeah. you know, those are all pretty simple and you can even get a lot of user-generated content mm-hmm. about that. But, you know, what if you sell roofing products or you sell <laughs> lumber? What, what right. do you post? And I think people get, you know, they don't understand that. Like, what do I post mm-hmm. if I'm a B2B? Yeah, um, a lot of our clients are B2B. And I know um, Isaac is constantly reminding us, you know, there's a human on the other side of that mm-hmm. computer screen or on the other side of the phone. Um, and so while, yes, you are marketing to other companies, I mean, people run that company, so right. really making it people-focused. Um, I know, like Gary B says, behind every B, there's a C. Um, you're still marketing to people, and Instagram has proven to be a powerful channel to do that. And I agree, like, 100%. Um, I think it's really just connecting on a human level um, in terms of marketing strategy on, on the platform. So what specifically do you think works well for a B2B to post yeah. that is going to garner engagement? Because I think it's nowadays, like Instagram maybe at the beginning, it seems like I would see a lot of people posting quotes or yeah. this, but <laughs> it's kind of shifted and mm-hmm. people want to see photos of people mm-hmm. or products yes. or you know, good photos of that type of stuff. So what are what are some things that B2Bs should Yeah, make? so I think first and foremost, like introduce your team. Like, like Alex said, this is a content-based platform. Photos, videos, like we want to see the people behind the scenes. We want to get to know right. like the people like running the company. And so I think that content goes over really well. Um, the other thing is something that I know we've mentioned before, um, especially with B2B companies, is always making your customer the hero. So um, support your customers by sharing their content, um, highlighting the work that you're doing for them, um, how you provide value to your customers. Right. Um, and something else that I know that Alex could touch on too, something that we've seen a lot recently are these like behind the scenes kind of like Mm. shots or like how things are made or how we operate on a day-to-day. I know we've done a lot of like day in the life Instagram stories and those seem to go over pretty well. So um, really think about, you know, what more can my um, customer, even my customer's customer, (laughs) like learn about us through this platform. Right. So if say, for example, um, to use a um, example, if you sell a roofing underlayment, Mm like the contractors that you're selling that to if mm-hmm. you can grab a photo mm-hmm. of it on their roof that's a good mm-hmm. picture mm-hmm. but maybe as well um a picture of one of the sales guys and mm-hmm. why he loves working for yeah exactly you your company or like the roofer when he's taking his lunch break he's sitting on a pallet of the of, the, of your product right exactly you know, um it doesn't have to I think what a lot of brands make the mistake of is trying to use it as like a platform to sell. Right. And that's not what you're... Right. It's all, it's all about connecting right. and engaging. Right. You could still post, you know, like, hey, check out our LinkedIn profile if you want to know more mm-hmm. um, because that LinkedIn profile is clickable. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it's not salesy. It's connecting and engaging. And that goes a long way, I think. Uh, we're... S- 
a lot of people nowadays are just so used to being sold to all the time. It's very refreshing just to be like learning about the brand or the company. Right. I don't want to be pitched to every second I'm on, online, exactly. like trying to connect with my family and friends, you know. Right. Um, so I think that's actually an important point to make is that, you know, businesses on social media shouldn't be there to sell. Um, right. Yeah, and you know, if you're posting the certain photos, and um, we'll talk about this a little bit more hashtags, but it's gonna be shown to people who are in that market who are interested, or they're gonna be searching out that content and find it. So Alex, I think another big hiccup, not only what to post, but I think people get nervous because photos on Instagram are a little more higher quality. And since posting the photo is more the focus than what is being said in the you know because that's first what you see Mm -hmm. um i think people get scared like i can't take pictures i don't know how i don't have good camera equipment so what what are even some tips to go about even just taking photos to post well so i think for sure the quickest and easiest way to stand out on instagram is to have high quality photos Mm -hmm. um and so a few things If you don't, I would recommend that you, if possible, that you work with some sort of like third party photographer or like someone that you develop a relationship with that you can, that they get to understand your brand, what you're looking for, and you can bring them out to a site every once in a while or to your office to take some pictures or stuff like that. But don't forget that everybody now has a very powerful little camera in their pocket. Um, The quality of photos that you get off of your iPhone or your Android phone today is even compared to a year or two ago is absolutely incredible Um, and especially with features now within those camera apps like you have your portrait mode on iPhone I know there's something similar on on galaxies as well where it kind of like blurs out like Mm -hmm. take a picture of a person and it blurs out the background exactly like giving you that it kind of fakes a depth of field look Um, I know with new iPhones there's like the you can like artificially add like different lighting techniques if you're taking pictures of people. So take some time to explore your camera app a little bit as well. And the other thing, and this like this sounds so cliche, but you just have to start taking pictures. And the more you start taking right. pictures, the better you are gonna get. The more you kind of like look, like kind of evaluate your own composition of pictures, you'll realize like, oh, okay, I wish I would have taken that picture a little bit different way. I'll know for next time. Exactly. Um, or it was like, oh man, I definitely see how going back, I could have like shot this from a different angle. Like mm-hmm. uh, that would have made it more interesting. And I think one, I mentioned this when we talked about video a couple weeks ago. Um, think about like unique ways to shoot things. Anyone can stand, stand there, put a camera, hold mm-hmm. it in front of them and take a right. picture of another person. Everyone's seen that angle a million and a half times. So think about taking it from like, put something in the foreground that's like a little bit blurry or like take it from a lower angle or a higher angle. Right. Like something that's gonna make it stand out and not make it look like one of the billion other pictures that are already on Instagram. Exactly, the unique kind of focus of it. And I would say too, like if you yourself maybe as the business owner or marketing director aren't, you know, you aren't comfortable taking it. You know what, odds are, there's probably someone on your staff that loves to, to dabble in this stuff mm-hmm. um, because everybody does kind of seem like, it seems like one person out of a group always dabbles in photography or something or social media or something. Or, yeah, or is interested in learning more about it or getting good at it. Exactly. And so that's a great opportunity. And so I think, you know, designating 
I think it takes the effort of the company to, okay, we are going to be on this platform, and so I am going to add this to so-and-so's task list, and I'm going to allow them to work this into their schedule as well. Because if you want that to be a focus, if you want to have a presence on there, then I think you need to act like you want to have a presence on there. And you just can't say, I, I, oh, yeah, let's let's do this. No, you need to actually kind of schedule that into whoever you designate's time. You right. know, like, okay, maybe, you know, now so-and-so is going to do more of this task. And, you know, so you free up your time to do the social media thing or whatever. Yeah, I completely agree. If, if it's something that you plan, I truly plan on taking seriously, mm-hmm. then you need to put the serious time into it. So, like, if you, whoever you assign that task to, if they, you know, have them block off a little bit of time each week to plan like the Instagram strategy or kind of the posts of what you're gonna work on. Don't say like, oh, we're gonna have a meeting in that time. We have something more important than Instagram, like what we're gonna do on Instagram, you know? Um, Cause I think that, that will that alone would help people take it more seriously. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah, you're like, let's do it. Let's be serious about it. But then, but you know, you're scheduling something else. Then everyone's kind of like, well, I guess you were serious about it. Exactly. <laughs> so I guess that comes back to um, some other things too. So what to post? Kind of the photos to post. But how do you get? found like what is the almighty hashtag and how many should you use and where should you use it and everybody uses them differently i mean it's true everyone does use hashtags differently it does seem like this kind of mysterious like feature of social media that everyone's like oh i need to post hashtag but like don't actually understand the power of them and how how they their purpose or their original i know i always kind of chuckle but i think it's just because i'm so used to the hashtags i'm like wait you don't understand them agreed (laughs) but i gotta remember most people don't and are kind of confused about them so back to basics the hash the purpose of the hashtag is to increase social or searchability so i'm going to use my like a personal example but when i was um when we bought our puppy he is like a specific breed and we were so interested in learning about the breed um and we started on instagram you know searching the hashtag sharpay puppies um we got to learn more about you know the different coat colors you know some of the allergies that they have Mm. um we got to see a lot of cute pictures of puppies (laughs) um (laughs) but i think that's the number one way to think about hashtags how like what hashtag can I put that other people might be searching for that's relevant to my business? I think that's exactly. super key yeah. as well. Um, so in relevant the to your example, business, relevant to your industry, mm-hmm. and then relevant to the photo. Yeah, so for your roofing example, um, hashtag like, I haven't actually looked into this, but like hashtag like roofing products or um, hashtag home builder. Um, you know, yeah. relevant terms that people may be looking for, um, and that definitely helps. And how many should you put? So that's always a good question, too. I would definitely say between 5 and 12. I, that's really broad. Okay, but, but up to? Yeah. But um, up to what, like 30? Oh, goodness. Isn't it I, like 30 or 20? I think you can really, like, as many as you think. Um, I think that question is there. That answer is right, to be more broad. Yeah, there's a character count that they yeah. do cut it off at. So, but I've heard like between like 15 and 30 is pretty mm-hmm. good. So if you're active on Instagram, then you would have seen like some, maybe some people who will put like paragraphs of hashtag in the caption, 
And I cannot be the only one who finds it so annoying. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so a fun and good tip is to, um, you know, write your caption and then immediately go into the comments and post your hashtags there. Exactly. Um, the more people who comment on it and the more people who engage, that block of hashtags um, almost disappears. It goes into the background, mm -hmm. so it's not the first thing people see, but still allows your post to be searchable. Exactly. And so that's... That's a good hack. There's so many ways, you know, you can you can have like a hashtag strategy or go about hashtags, but I think those two things are really right. important. Right, and if you're not sure what, where to find those hashtags, I would say go to the search bar, type in the most general one for your industry. To go back to the roofing example, type in hashtag roofer. You're gonna start coming up with posts where people have also used that hashtag. Mm -hmm. Click into that post see what other hashtags they've used and see if they're applicable. Because odds are, if they were applicable for that post, and they've also posted like mm -hmm. 15 other hashtags that are also good for the industry yeah. that you're in, mm -hmm. you can use all those. Yeah, and I've done that jot, Yeah, too. jot them down mm -hmm. on a separate little memo and um, just start keeping track of those. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, there's like a little bit of a happy medium with that, right? Because you can, like, for, we keep using this roofing example because we have a, 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 <laughs> a roofing client. Um, like if they use the, the, the hashtag construction or something like that, that's right. going to be so generic that right. they're going to get found. There are going to be 30 billion mm -hmm. examples of like exactly. results that you get under that. You, but you then get buried. You, like on the other end, you don't want, you probably don't want to do like hashtag adhesive roofing underlayment. <laughs> yeah. Like there's probably no good. A little too specific. <laughs> exactly. So you kind of have to like find that happy medium between being way too generalized and way too specific. Right. And if you're not yeah. sure post a generalized one and a specific one. Mm -hmm. You know, post both of them because odds are you're gonna have enough room to do that if you're in a really mm -hmm. niche yeah. industry. Yeah. Um, now what about stories? Um, can you be a little more relaxed on stories? Should you post stories as a B2B? Yes, so stories are my favorite feature of Instagram. I, I feel like I get to know the brand so much more. I do feel like it's a more like relaxed, um, like moment to moment mm -hmm. type of feature. Um, yeah, I, I think you can, you can encourage a lot of engagement that way. Well, it keeps you in the feed longer too if you're posting to your stories. Mm -hmm. um, as well as I think Going back to when Alex was talking about how Instagram, it is really good photos that you need to post as that main photo. And I think the stories gives you a little more fun. Yes. You know, like you can post something that wasn't the best picture in the world you took, but was fun or you just caught something on camera that happened in your office or on the job site. Maybe it was a tiny bit blurry. It wasn't Instagram worthy but it could be story worthy, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And you can put some fun emojis on it. It's still a message you it. want to share, but yeah. don't necessarily have to put it in your feed. Exactly. Actually, um, an interesting Instagram strategy that I've seen a couple of people using, and I've actually, I've watched a couple of videos on it. It makes a lot of sense too. On the flip side of what you guys are saying for stories being kind of relaxed, I know, so, I follow several photographers. I mean, mm -hmm. I do visual content and stuff, so a lot of the Instagram people who I follow are right. photographers. <laughs> and so they'll have, a, they'll go on a shoot or a trip or something like that, and they'll have that those handful of like really nice pictures that are mm -hmm. gonna end up on their main feed. But a lot of times they're like, man, I still have a whole bunch of other pictures that I'd like to share yeah. that are really good, but they just weren't like that, that 10 out right. of 10 yeah. uh, mm -hmm. great picture that they, makes it onto the main feed. So what they do is they kind of like tell a story of the rest of their trip using Instagram stories, yeah. they'll post the rest of the pictures that they wanted to share but maybe weren't quite right. up to making the cut. 
Um, and then sometimes they'll just kind of like add little captions onto each picture yep. of like what was going on. So you kind of like, so I get there, there, what I'm saying is there right, are two yeah. sides of the coin. Yep. It's like mm-hmm. you can absolutely tell a little more casual story via, mm-hmm. via Instagram stories. Um, and that's expected to see, to see that there. Um, right. But there's certainly another option in terms of like standing out. Yeah, and we've done that with a few clients as well, Alex, on their stories. We've taken blog posts and we've turned them into stories, Mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of using better photography and then, you know, kind of introing kind of the topic that we're talking about and then here's four cabinet designs and then posting a picture of each cabinet and kind of hashtagging each one as we're posting it um, and then kind of ending it with the logo and hey, check out more about this from our LinkedIn profile. So another way that you can also post a story, but kind of a more professional story. I think that's a very important thing to remember is like, it's called Instagram stories and it's that way for, if you tell a mini story, Mm -hmm. people are a lot more likely to come back and watch something again than if you just like post like a picture with no context. Exactly, exactly, perfect. Well, hey, to wrap this up, we uh, are, as you see, we could go on about this and we probably will have a whole nother episode just more about this topic because we have just not even touched the tip of the iceberg with Instagram and the things that you can do. Um, If you have successfully used Instagram as a B2B, we would love to hear from you. Love to hear what worked, what tactics you tried. Or hey, if you still don't understand and you want to reach out to us for um, more questions that you have, we'd be happy to answer them as well. Be sure to check out our show notes for all the links that we've talked about and for additional information on how to set up your business on Instagram. Um, You can connect with us on all our social media profiles at 21 Handshake. 